Hello and welcome to the After Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Justin Diodato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. How you doing? Space Force. <laughs> Space Force? That's how I'm doing. Space Force. Are, are you, are you going to sign up? Are you... Call me Dave Space Force from here on out. Are you worried about the Space Force draft? Uh, I'm worried about not being drafted in the Space Force <laughs> because I feel like if you don't serve in Space Force, you're just going to be back at home, you know, and everybody's going to be like, uh, check out Dave not serving in the Space Force. Um, could you do me a favor? Because I've been a little confused. Yeah. Um, can you explain to me exactly what Space Force is? You've come to the right gentleman, J- Dustin. All right. So um, you know how um, uh, there's the Marines and there's yeah. uh, the Navy mm-hmm. and there's the Air Force mm-hmm. and um, uh, a, there's, an, there's a Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and the Army. And the Army. And the Army. You don't want to forget the Army. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Space Force. But, okay, I know. I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, yeah. what will Space Force look like? They what is Space I mean, Force going to Oh, oh uh, well, you know how in, um, uh, in cartoons, when they go to space, like in, in G.I. Joe or Transformers or whatever, they're, they're in space now, and they're fighting in space, and you got them in their normal clothes, but then they're like, like oh, a they have a helmet on. They got, they, they, and the clothes are like spaced a little bit, you know, like they got yeah. they got some gloss to them and gloves when there weren't gloves before, <laughs> and and everything is like you can tell like an animator had to like draw a model for it, right? Yeah, uh, and they have a helmet, but no oxygen tanks or anything. Right, like right, right. Yeah. You got to figure it's built in somewhere. Or, right? Yeah, and um, also gravity works on their ships for some reason. You know, not everybody's not floating around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is space. That's space force. That's space force. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in Armageddon, yeah, where they have a secret uh, rocket for some reason, mm-hmm. and also it uh, just drills and stuff, and like um, uh, billions of dollars worth of equipment just sort of lying around. That they're like, oh yeah, well, just you know, we had this. Yeah. Yeah, that's space force. Space force. Yeah. Okay. Um. So to answer your question, I don't know. Okay, but you want to be part of it. But I desperately want in. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's catchy. I, yeah. Have you heard a, a room full of people chant it like it's Nuremberg? <laughs> <laughs> because there's nothing creepy about people chanting stuff at Donald Trump while he stands there like a sweaty meat log. Uh, it seems weird that the party that's like... Uh, very consciously trying to make sure that, like, we're going to stay out of wars and we're going to stay out of, you know, uh, other people's shit is very much like, but we are going to protect the moon. Yeah, yeah. Because we own the moon. We own, we own the moon, and um, you know how there aren't currently wars in space? Yeah. What if there were? <laughs> I mean, what if we did that? I mean, I don't think that you need, like... Like a real, f- like being in space uh-huh. means you're always about 15 seconds from dying anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like a- everything's trying to kill you in space. <laughs> yeah. So, like, having an army dedicated to that just means, like, you have a slingshot. Like, a slingshot can take out, like, the ISS. Yeah. Yes. yes. And pretty, yeah. I mean, like, like a- an errant spark. Yeah. It's takes also the whole thing out. It's also like the thing with uh space 
is yes, it was sort of a proxy, a lot of it for the fights going on on Earth, especially the Cold War. Yeah, I get that. Like a lot of the space race was really about the the Cold War, but at the same time, it's the one place that we have not yet had a war. Right, and maybe we could like just not war there because <laughs> like can't we leave something unwarred? <laughs> I mean, we've never we've never warred in Antarctica. That's have true. We? I don't think we have. I I know we've like launched missiles from there, especially oh, okay. test platform missiles. And there's like always like you know submarines under the Arctic ice being like, hey, everybody want to die? <laughs> Keep sending us the don't kill everybody message, because otherwise we'll kill everybody. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. All right, well, given that we don't know what Space Force is, maybe we move on from Space Force. Yes, to something we know more about. Uh, but barely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the North Korea summit that sure, last sure, time sure. we spoke we didn't know was going to happen. Yeah. And then we'll talk a little bit about the Russia summit that right. is going to happen uh, yeah. and how little we'll know about it. Well, um, in both cases, I'm on the record as saying give the man a Nobel Prize. Uh-huh. Uh, You've been saying that for years. Yeah, uh, give him two now. One for meeting with uh, with Kim Jong Un, and one for his upcoming meeting with Vladimir Putin. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, you have to admire the fact that like a bunch of presidents had you know like couldn't meet with Kim Jong Un no matter how hard they tried. Yeah. Oh, they kept getting like they kept calling him. Right. You know, uh, Instagramming him. Yeah. WhatsApping him. Trump does they were on Discord being like, where Kim at? Uh, Trump does one meeting. Does one meeting. Before he even gets home, he's like, sleep well, nothing, everything's fine. Everything's fine now. Yeah. Uh, he, he physically handed me all of his nuclear weapons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, it, it, was, <laughs> it was classic Trump in that, like, he took a situation that was bad, mm-hmm. made it much worse. Yeah. And then did a flashy thing that returned it to about as bad as it was uh-huh. and declared victory Yep, because he'd ratcheted a bunch of tension and then we hadn't all died. Um, but yeah, like he, uh, he, I mean, the nuts and bolts of it were that he went and had a meeting with Kim Jong-un um, and, you know, I, I've said in the past, like, maybe that's the right thing to do. I have no fucking idea because, like, North Korea is a really difficult problem and nothing else has worked. Um, they have a meeting. Uh, he uh, promises that he'll stop uh, having um, military exercises with the South Koreans, which the South Koreans were like, what, 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 what? Right. And the Pentagon was like, hey, is that an order? Also, you just yelled Space Force at us and we don't know if that's <laughs> in order? Um we're gonna keep doing what we're. Although they stopped doing what they were doing, they, yeah. They we're gonna we're gonna act like you're ordering us to do stuff. We we need money for space force if you want us to space force. Anyway, okay, fine. Um, so I guess we'll do we'll get some of that money from not having war games with North Korea. Great or, or South Korea. Um, so uh, he agrees. No South Korean military exercises. Kim says, we'll give you back a bunch of um, bones of um, uh, deceased American soldiers. Yes. Um, uh, which, again, I don't know why anybody didn't physically call him out when he's like, so many, mo- so many parents have come to me and said, like, 
please bring back my son. It's like, uh-huh. these people would be in their hundreds. Yeah. None of no them are coming to No you. one has said that. I'm sorry. People, I mean, like, they're American. They're probably still some American hostages there. But, um, yeah, no, no one. <laughs> if, if you were serving in the military, even as an 18-year-old in the 1950s, mm-hmm. your, your parents aren't probably still with us. Yeah. And, um, and don't get me wrong. I want... I want the remains to come back. I understand why that's important. I understand. Sure, but, yeah. But no, nobody's asking you for it in I the mean, way that you are asking. I, I write Donald Trump a letter every day asking for human bones because <laughs> I feel like he, <laughs> he has them. <laughs> You're definitely on like a bunch of lists. <laughs> Dear Mr. President, got any human bones? Can I have them? <laughs> Not picky, just any human any bones. Any human bones. I get a lot of letters back. Dear dear great American, yes, I have many bones. I can't give any to you, but I am President Trump. Yours, President Trump. I just want to be clear that your impression of Donald Trump was your impression of your dad. It was, and it, 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 it was, your, it more, was my, more in the beginning, and you slowly realized that it, I it was my away. impression of my dad smashed into Terrence and Philip from uh, <laughs> South Park. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, okay, so uh, he, he meets with Kim. Nothing comes of it. Our intelligence agencies almost immediately leak. Yeah, Kim is still doing what he was doing to the press. Um, uh, but, you know, there are a bunch of deep state. Uh, lifers, and you can't trust anything they say. Mm-hmm. So, up next <laughs> for uh, for <laughs> diplomacy, Donnie. But, but before we get there, yeah, though, yeah. the one thing I have to say, and um, it's rare that I will defend George Bush, but George Bush, go on. Um, did his, like his equivalent of that was mission accomplished. But at least yeah. from George Bush's perspective, mission accomplished is vague enough (laughs) that you can go, well, the mission I was referring to was what we did. Right, right. But saying, like, North Korea is no longer a nuclear threat. Sleep well tonight. Right. There's no... That's not true. Yeah, I mean... There's no walking that back. They still have nuclear weapons. Yeah. They can still kill people with their nuclear weapons. They are still a nuclear threat. Right. Yeah. And, And somehow we will say... Similar to the tweet where he's like, I never told anybody to vote for, like, Goodblatt 2. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, you did three days ago. Here's yeah, the tweet. Like, a, yeah. You, uh, uh, anyway, yes, as you were pointing out, there's another summit yes. on the horizon. On the horizon, he's going to have a, uh, I think, like a three-day summit with uh, Vladimir Putin. And uh, their first meeting, it's going to be just the two of them. Yep. With, uh, I think, translators. Right. Just just to be clear, though. Yeah. Um. The um, from what I had heard, um, there will be translators, but there will be no other Americans. Yeah. So the translator will be English to Russian, but it's a Russian guy. Okay. I mean, who who will right be shot in the face when it's done? Just oh so uh, yeah, I mean like, well, if you're Donald Trump, you don't want Americans in a room when you're begging for the P tape. Right. <laughs> like, that just makes sense. Like, uh, and if you're Vladimir Putin, you want a bunch of people on your team who are recording Donald Trump begging for the P-tape. <laughs> yes. So everybody's sort of acting in their, in their best interests here. 
it, it confuses me when he's like, when, like, because it's Trump specifically asking for the one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's like, well, why? Why? Like, what? Why is that important? Well, I mean, on the Russian side, they're, like, everything Trump does is just like, you're sure? Yeah, no, okay, fine. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. That, sure. Great. We'll do that. Um, on the American side, um, we keep running into the problem of Donald Trump's the president, <laughs> and Fair there's enough. nothing we can do about it. I, I love the Russian media has just stopped pretending like this isn't true. Yeah. You know, like, they're basically being like, yeah, we, we own this. This is crazy that yeah. we own this guy. This like, was shockingly successful. We yeah. thought we were just putting a thumb in Obama's <laughs> eye here. Yeah. Who, doctor? Um, and Honestly, it, had we been prepared for the success, we would own, like, most of Eastern Europe right now. But we didn't put our tanks at the borders <laughs> in the right times. Yeah, we should have. Uh, well, opportunity missed. 2020. Yeah. Um... So that's fun. Yeah. Fun times. So we'll, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. According. Well, no, we won't. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't. Uh, according to the, the Senate, they said, hey, Russia did interfere. Yeah. To help Trump. Yeah. Um, Trump says, well, they said they didn't. Right. So who are we going to believe? Who are you going to believe? Our enemy or everyone in our country? Right. Um, I think, to be fair, Trump put it as, who are you going to believe? Um, the deep state, or my personal friends who I hope do not reveal that I, there's a PP tape of me getting uh, uh, prostitutes to pee on a bed that Obama slept in, uh, and I also say the N-word like 40 times in it, and um, you can see my extremely unimpressive, flaccid penis that I can no longer get to be hard, and also um, I should... I'm being told I should stop saying this. Mm. So, like the guy who waves at me when I'm talking too much in the back of the room, he's waving really hard right now. Um, I didn't want any of this either. They won't let me kill myself. <laughs> this is also my hell. Okay. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. That was a weird day. <laughs> um, one thing we ignored. Oh, uh, because it it slipped by everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was that statement by Trump when everybody right. spent a couple of days on that. Yeah. Um, that um, we we ignore this because it's not relevant yet. Yeah. But um, was it Trump calling for an end to due process at the border? Oh no, <laughs> no, no, that, no. We'll get there later. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's like uh, I, I'm thinking from the P tape perspective. Oh yeah. Uh, you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I guess from the perspective of the tape itself, it doesn't have eyes. So. Right. Um, the um, Trump's being sued by, you know, um, everyone. Yeah, by everyone. But one of those people is the lady from The Apprentice. Yeah, who said she, Summer Zervos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she won her mo- her motion to subpoena all of the tapes from The Apprentice. Uh huh. Um, they're in the process of getting those to her now. If they have not given them to her uh-huh. already, um, he said the N word. We know he's yeah, Tom Arnold is on record as having been like, yeah, I mean, I've seen the tape. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's a very good chance that yeah. those leak. There's like. Oh, there's no chance they don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, it, and there's a very good chance it does not matter. 
it it won't matter from an impeachment perspective. No, no. But if you release a N-word highlight tape <laughs> onto YouTube, it definitely doesn't help his chances. His already tiny chances with uh, uh, minorities. Uh, sure. And and I just I need I need personally for me um, to see them play that on CNN and then bring in a bunch of like black oh man why you gotta like oh just to see how because they're gonna they're gonna spin yeah they're gonna spin and i just need to see like how do you spin that here's how far down the rabbit hole we are right now yeah we are hoping there is tape of the president using a an a racial slur the worst racial slur we are we are rooting for it yes because because well, people, because a we know he has right. Yeah, like yeah, and b everybody's been able to spin stuff. So you go like, look, you're you just want to say that he's racist, right? Because it goes along with your agenda, right? And I want to, and we want to see like how far cognitive dissonance actually carries. Can right. these these fuckers will find a way? It's absolutely going to happen. It's going to be amazing when it does. I can't. I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be shocked and appalled, but it's also going to be very. Interesting times. That'll be it's interesting going to times. happen. It's, it's going to definitely happen. going to happen. Um, I uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also uh, uh, the um, the Trump Foundation mm-hmm. uh, in in lawsuit land um, was basically told to shudder by uh, the um, uh, uh, I think East Southern District of New York mm-hmm. uh, for extraordinary malfeasance mm-hmm. um, as a uh, charity. And um, it, doesn't it doesn't matter except for this. Uh, so the Southern District cannot bring charges in this case because this is, ta- like, this is something like I think the IRS has to handle okay. like, um, or the FDIC, and um, they would be the responsible party. But... Uh, now that the Southern District has said in extremely um, uh, what I'm told is extremely explicit legal language that Mm. crimes were committed, um, people in certain power, including the governor of New York, can say, oh, and then I need to see all of the uh, tax um, forms for all the parties involved. That'd be fun. Which could be fun. Yeah. And then they can enter them into the public record. You've seen that somebody did the math to see what would happen if we had a blue wave. Oh? Um, yeah, they figured out uh, if there was a blue wave and yeah. everybody got, uh, you know, and then Democrats were able to go into the House yeah. and take, take back the House. Yeah. Um, they went back and said, okay, who uh-huh. in the House would have the power uh-huh. then to subpoena Trump's tax, rec- tax records? Oh, yeah. Said, um, okay, it's the head of like the fidu- fiduciary, whatever, blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, who's Maxine Waters? Yeah, well, she's, I mean, it's good that she doesn't have any reason to do that. Then for Trump, like it's, it's right, it's good that he hasn't made her angry. Yeah, um, which is why, like, I was thinking about like she's a very easy target mm-hmm. for him because a she's a little silly. Uh, at yeah, times. I mean, she's also a woman and she's black. Right. right so That's the thing. Like, like he doesn't he tends not to like either of those things very much. Yes. Like those, um, are, those are factors in humans he finds problematic. Yeah. yeah. I mean she probably goes a little bit farther than she needs to and she's a little bit like I mean 
you know. I tend to look at what she's saying and sort of shrug and say, where's the lie? No, I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying she's lying, but I'm saying, like, I think she, like, I think there are more, t- like, I think she's playing down to his level sometimes in a way that I... I think like, he's the president and, like, we're kind of all, we're all going to be at that level whether we want to be or not. Like, I, I know, uh, but I guess I guess what my point is that like knowing that she is, um, like I, I guess knowing that he's going to attack her in the way that yeah she does, I think sometimes she gives him a little bit of fuel. Right, I think that he would say what he's saying about her, whether or not she sh- clams up and says nothing or not, because you know he's him and she's her. Like, um, I don't think he'd be fair to Maxine Waters. No, no, you know? he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I guess, and, but, but and it, like, you know, like, it's sort of like, it's, it, it's a question of strategy. You know, do you want Chuck Schumer standing there, gray-faced and ashen, going, Mr. President, please don't the thing? Or do you want people who are like, oh, I have bought a knife to a gunfight. Yes. Better go get a gun. Um, let, let, you know, let, we, we had an order, but just for the, yeah, for the yeah. sake of this, sure, sure. let's jump the order a little bit let's and go to, to, go to, uh, Cortez. Oh yeah. Ocasio-Cortez. So, um, uh, my uh, next congressional representative for the, uh, uh, New York 14, the district I live in, which comprises, uh, uh, Northwestern Queens or yeah, Northwestern Queens and, uh, part of the Bronx, um, is going most likely to be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You have no doubt seen her on the news lately. Mm-hmm. She is a 28-year-old rock star. Um, she uh, would have to lose a district that there's virtually no chance. She they, yeah, like she, there's somebody technically running against her who uh, last I saw was um, telling his followers to uh, Google his name and divorce to see why he was actually being sued by his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Like, find the real truth. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why that's um, bad. Uh, and uh, he's unlikely to win. Um, and uh, I, uh, I actually feel a great deal of vindication here because I started following Alexandria about a, a year ago. And um, at the time, there was virtually no chance that she would win uh, uh, uncommon, uncommon Wisdom um, to the point where I'm me, and I met her like five times. I, I, I went to a couple house parties that she was at. I uh, canvassed for her and also just walked by her while she was canvassing and said, hey, and she vaguely recognized me, um, which was a thrill. Um, uh, I had a panic attack on a subway platform trying to get people at 8 in the morning to sign petitions for her to be on the ballot. That's no fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially at 8 in the morning on a, like a Monday morning. Um, and then I discovered that I was much better at, at data entry uh, because you get to sit on a couch Mm-hmm. And uh, data just comes to the spreadsheet that you're sharing with the campaign, and you you enter it. Um, so I learned this is the first time I ever volunteered for a campaign, and I learned a lot. And it helps to win is the number one yeah, thing I, I would learned. Um, uh, she unseated uh, Joe Crowley, ten-term uh, Democratic um, congressman, and a lot of people have made a lot of statements to the effect of you know 
Crowley was not not a progressive. Like um, uh, Alex is a a very progressive progressive um, to the point of that she is a member of the Democratic Socialists. Um, uh, but um, Crowley was not not progressive. The problem with Crowley was that he was also a machine politician from New York who um, was a lot more interested in power than he was in actual affection of change. Um, and arguably took the took the campaign for granted. Oh, very much so. Um, not gonna, I'm not going to lose to a 20-year-old bartender. I, um, yeah, like, and, uh, you know, being in the district itself and being on the ground as well as being somebody who both sides... Uh, we're, we're trying to get to vote for them because, you know, like once you have the voter file, by the way, I had access to the voter file as part of my work and I will speak about that in a second because I have some things to say to my progressive friends about some of those things. Um, but um, so uh, uh, once you have access to the voter file, you get to see how frequently people vote. You don't get to see who they voted for, but you can mm. guess based off part of the affiliation. Uh, so it's known that my wife and I are high-frequency voters, so people were trying to get our vote. And uh, the interesting thing was, first of all, I've never seen energy like this for um, a primary. Mm. Just ever. Like, there were signs up everywhere. There were people out canvassing, people on every corner. Um, out, on her side or on On her sides? side. Uh, she was running hard. He was running, but he sent one canvasser to my door. And even though I was campaign affiliated, they sent four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like, just making sure you're voting. You voting, dude? Yeah. It's like, yes, I, I, I already did it. I'm, I'm, we're good. High five. Go get them. Good job. Um, did your wife vote? Yes, yes, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, bother people who aren't in the tank for you. Um, uh. So, but um, I've never seen anything like that. In part, and in part, it's simply I think uh, because uh, Crowley didn't think he was beatable, and uh, Ocasio Cortez ran a very, very uh, good campaign. Uh, shouts to uh, Justice Democrats. Shouts to her campaign manager and her uh, campaign infrastructure because they um, put in an extraordinary amount of work. I say I volunteered for her campaign, and I did. I probably put in, over the life of the campaign, 30 hours. These people killed themselves for every fucking vote and got, um, uh, I mean, terrible turnout, but got historically good turnout for a primary. Um, And one, people talk about, well, you know, it represents the Bronx in a really diverse area of Queens, and she's uh, Latina, and he is an Irish dude. Eh, eh, eh. He won a st- she won Astoria, Sunnyside, and Woodside, mm-hmm. which are all white, I mean, white-er neighborhood, about 50% uh, Caucasian, in, which in New York is pretty fucking white. Um, so this is sort of my brain dump on this entire thing. I said I would speak briefly about the voter file. So the voter file is, um, uh, it's public information, like the fact you, you countersign that you are voting on the day you vote, and mm-hmm. that goes into the public record. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Democratic Party collects that information. The Republican Party collects that information. Other data brokers collect that information. But if you want it, you can just go to City Hall and be like, I want a records request of it. Um, but uh, uh, because I was 
because of the data entry work I was doing was about um, likely voters and trying to get information on them, they would intake, you know, a voter's name or somebody's name and be like, uh, on, a, on a petition or on, um, you know, a, a, do you want to support the campaign or whatever. Um, you know, those names come in from everywhere. They would intake the name, they would kick it to a spreadsheet, and um, I mean, this is just old, like how you campaign, right? And then mm -hmm. you would check it against the voter file, and you would get uh, that person's, you know, contact information if it wasn't intake, intake, taken in at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the voter file also has their voting history. Um, I know a lot of people in the sunny side, Woodside area. I know a lot of people in the Queens area. Um, every so often somebody I knew would come through. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of very vocal people who are involved in politics on the internet. Y'all don't vote. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I can, and I, I, I don't mean to harsh anybody's buzz here, but you know, like, get out and start voting. That was the most like obvious thing about all this. Like a lot of hashtag warriors out there aren't doing the thing that is the most effective at changing all this. Arguing on on Facebook, arguing on Twitter, arguing arguing even though I am on an argumentative podcast right now. It's not it's not work, you know? Um so uh thus ends the lesson. I'll go back to the good stuff. Um uh, a couple of Tuesdays ago, <laughs> we vote. My wife and I come home. We're hanging out, uh, just waiting for the returns to come in. And I had prepared myself um, for whatever was going to happen. I was like, mm. I really like this lady. I think she has a like, good future in politics. And whatever she's done, she's already pushed Crowley to the left. This is already when about 9.15, the returns start coming in. And um, at... 9.30, I just looked at my wife and was like, her campaign party, her, her, her party in the Bronx is a victory party now. Mm -hmm. You want to go? <laughs> so we got in a lift and went to the fucking, uh, to a pool hall in the Bronx and hung out with like a bunch of Democratic Socialist campaign officials and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Guys, winning rules. <laughs> That's the other reason to get out and vote. Winning fucking rules. Uh, and I had a really good time at that party. Um, uh, so, yeah, takeaways. Do a campaign. Like, they need people, you know? Like, uh, there's a bunch that are ramping up, especially because New York, in New York, New York is very weird. They run two primaries. They run a, a, a federal-level primary and a state-level primary. And the state primary is coming up in September, where you will have the op opportunity to vote for Cynthia Nixon over Andrew Cuomo. Mm, Cuomo. If you hate the subways, vote Nixon, because fucking Cuomo's responsible. Um, you'll have the opportunity to vote for um, the next attorney general who's uh, taking over for the disgraced Eric Schneiderman. Um, that could be uh, Letitia James. That could be Zephyr Teachout, both of whom have um, pluses. I, I'm personally a Teachout partisan, but um, you, have, you have a lot of opportunity to affect this with your vote, and uh, progressives don't really take that as seriously as they should. Uh, you wanted to talk a bit with me and argue a bit with me, I think, about what the future might hold. I, I do. Okay. Um, 
and I think because, you know, uh, I preface this by saying I generally agree with right. every major stance that she has. Right. So what I'm about to say isn't because I'm against her. Mm-hmm. It isn't because I disagree. It isn't because I think you were wrong to support her or whatever. Great. Um, because I'm glad that she won. Right. What I fear is um, is essentially what... Um, what happened with the Tea Party happening to the Democrats side? Them um, electing a president? No, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's more to it than, than sure, that. Sure, sure. I, I, I mean, like, I agree there was a splintering of the party right. on and, the Republican side. And, and, like, fortunately for the Republicans, yeah. Obama wasn't awful. Right. Um, so... He didn't take advantage of the fact that it's like, hey, there's a bunch of nut jobs over here. Uh, you know, um, he just sort of tried to deal with it. Uh, and I'm not saying that she's a nut job, but what I am saying is that because she's so far left, um, mm-hmm. what what Trump and the Republicans seem to be doing is saying like, okay, she is Democrats, right? And the danger to that. For me is, and maybe she is. Maybe well, she's the voice but of Democrats. Like, let's let, let me let me. I uh, well, go on with your go on with the danger, and then I'll, I'll... okay. Um, and so so what my fear is, you know, because because we talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. before we got on the before we started recording, and there's the sense of just like okay, but Democrats are going to vote Democrat and Republicans right. are going to vote Republican. Um, and I'm not concerned. I, I don't think that she's going to flip a Democrat to a Republican. Right. Um. What I am concerned about is a person going like, I'm not fully aligned with that, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to vote. It's possible. I, I think that's possible. I don't know what the numbers are in terms of that. I think that here's what I would say. Like, it's debatable what the strategy should be. Um, do you energize people by uh, making... Um, a moral argument? Do you turn out people to vote by um, uh, ma- by by playing to the middle? I tend to think that Democrats, if you look at um, Democratic victories mm-hmm. uh, in the modern era, um, and I'm going to define the modern era as basically JFK on. Okay. So JFK. Good-looking, cool dude who may... Uh, I mean, uh, this is this is the brand. This is not mm-hmm. the person who was kind of a monster. Yeah. Um, but good-looking, cool dude who made a lot of lofty, simple promises. Yeah. Um, uh, then Lyndon Johnson comes in and nobody likes him. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he won an election, but, you know, he won an election... Uh, kind of in Kennedy's shadow, and then he did not run again. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, Carter, our long national nightmare is ending. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one-termer. Um, Clinton, good-looking, cool dude. Obama, okay. good-looking, cool dude. Lofty promises, simple language. Hope, mm-hmm. you know, change. Uh, a man from hope. <laughs> they literally both use hope. Yeah. Um, the uh, So the point I'm making is, like, 
I want to disaggregate strategy mm-hmm. and um, uh, policy a little bit. Strategy okay. says if you look at the success at the presidential level, um, uh, it, it, the success model is not Al Gore or Hillary Clinton. Even though both technically won, they didn't yeah. win by enough to win. And we're not, we're not at a baseball game. We're at a, we're at a gunfight, you know? Yeah. And um, both of those candidates ran campaigns based basically in like, listen, things are fine and I'm a good guy. And we're, I, have, I have these policies, these wonkish policies, and I'm going to break them down to you. Uh, this is why we should have a we shouldn't have a fifteen dollar minimum wage. We should have a thirteen dollar and seventy five cent minimum wage. Just makes mm-hmm. more sense on the math. Now, just promise me a fifteen dollar minimum wage. You know, yeah, just just fucking do it. Um, so, uh, in terms of winning, um, and and I may be strawmanning the opposite side of the Ocasio Cortez argument a bit here, but in terms of winning, I think it is in the language of uh, the, the strong moral stance and the strong um, hopeful stance. Um, in terms of but, but policy, well, yeah. as you note, we all agree. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, I don't think you get what you want, certainly as a voter, by not voting for it. I, agreed, but I, I get like... What what I fear because because she's doing it and no Elizabeth Warren's doing it the whole yeah. like abolish ice thing sure um, I look at that and I go like that's an own goal man like I, I disagree I, I get where you're going for with it yeah yeah but um like and and I was on board until I realized like the, the way the process plays out yeah. is you go like well let's say let's say that happens right right um, let's say we abolish ice yeah okay. Um, Let's say because I mean Trump's president, we're not gonna. Right, but uh, but like if we abolish, let's say we abolished ICE right right now. Right. Somehow we got like. But you're misreading the statement. Abolish ICE is not a policy; it's a protest. And but but that's that's my like my my fear with it. Right. Is like. What what the statement is is what ICE is doing right now is morally reprehensible. Yes, um, but you want like you want an ICE to exist. No, you don't. ICE you, didn't exist until two thousand three. Right, but, but somebody was doing that job. It's not like it was just IMS at that time. Well, but like what ICE's job is is new. I and ICE has been ramping that enforcement and the point of abolish ice is like okay yes you want somebody who's going to grab like murderers and get them out of the fucking country but ice as as a unionized office as a government entity and as a um uh uh, uh useful tool has been so compromised that you need to put it away and get something new and give that, uh, and give that, because otherwise you are rewarding failure. Right, but 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 there's two aspects to that. It's okay. like how you created the NSA after the CIA did a bunch of shit wrong. Yeah, but uh, I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is uh, not that the NSA doesn't do things wrong. Um, it, what, what I'm getting at is like I I don't think the like 
when I look at ice, yeah, what the problem that I see with it is, yes, they probably were set up wrong. Their strategy is probably wrong. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a decent percentage of the problem with ice as it stands right now mm-hmm. is the leadership. Okay. Like, uh, is, is but don't you want tools that can't be misused no matter who's in charge? I, I think if the president is trying to misuse the tools, they're going to get misused one way or another. Not if you have robust fail-saves. Like, yes, like, the president can go to the FBI and say, get me, like, let me listen to everybody's phone conversation. In practice, no, he can't. Yeah, but, but I guess that's what, it, like, that's what concerns me is that, like, the, the argument that you're making there are no checks on ice right now. None. I, and the reason there are no checks on ice is because ice was miscreated. It was a bad idea. I, I, and I'm not saying that the I'm not saying that the plan isn't like I'm not saying that you're wrong with doing that. Right. What what I'm saying is that like the truth of the matter is that like as like as a selling point, mm-hmm. as a marketing tool, right. um, it is difficult to convey that full complex... The, the problem with the Democrats has generally always been our side is complex because things are complex. Right. And Republican side is simple because they don't give a fuck. Right. They're just going to say a thing. And if I can uh, expand on that, you could take every position that every Democrat currently holds, Medicare for all, um, uh, $15 minimum wage, uh, abolish ICE... Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You could take every one of those positions and say, well, it's a lot more complicated, and when we get into the political fray, you're going to find that you're going to have to make compromises, right? Yes, but... But but do you you want to uh, 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 message from that foot, or do you want a message from the foot of, here's what I want? But but at least when... Trump, I want uh, ICE to be abolished. I, I, I understand that. But at least when Trump said get rid of Obamacare, yeah. he said repeal and replace. He didn't say repeal. He said, like, we're going to get rid of this thing. Yeah. I mean, he did say it a bunch of times. But, like, okay. but generally the slogan was repeal and replace. Right. And nobody's saying replace ICE. People are just saying get rid of it. Right. And too many people. But ICE is a moral monster. Like, uh, rep- like. I mean, if you want to talk sloganeering and say abolish ICE is bad sloganing, uh, maybe, but it, it certainly has gained traction to the point that now three major, major contenders for the 2020 Democratic primary have taken it on. But yeah, but, but the reason this is I- not an own goal, this is a winning platform. You know how I know? She just won. I, I, she won in a district where it made sense. She didn't necessarily win. So in it. districts where it doesn't make sense, don't say it. But you, but you're, but everybody's going to be beholden to it. But no, they're not. If, if that's the if the if the Democratic Party's stance is abolish ICE. If the Democratic Party's stance becomes abolish ICE, that means it is a powerful enough message to 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 argue organize or, the base. Or it's an own goal. We don't know. But, but Wouldn't like, you like to go down fighting for something? Yes, but 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 my point is that what the Democrats had, okay, was in my opinion, yeah, was we had this family separation thing, right? You know? Right. We, and 
the whole country saw little kids being torn from their mothers and said, Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, and unless the, they were Republicans and then only 60%. Right. Mm, right. But enough of the country. Right. A, enough of the country that Trump changed his policy. Sorta. Sorta. Attempted to show as though he was changing his policy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not get derailed by that. Um, enough people were upset that they're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. We need to change this. Right. Um, and Democrats, for a little while, had a bunch of people going like, you know, they have been saying that. Like, mm-hmm. they have been pushing on this. And when we look at the pictures, it all adds up. Mm-hmm. And I think when you say, like, um, if, if you're taking the stance of, we need a better way to deal with this, mm-hmm. that works. When you say, get rid of the agency that deals with immigrants altogether. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. ICE does not deal with immigrants altogether. There are four different agencies that I'm aware of that deal with immigration. ICE is Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. All they do, all they do is arrest people. I understand that, but that's my fucking point, is that the average person does not deal with the complexity of the fact that Border Patrol and ICE are different people. So let me see if I understand. Your argument is that the average person is too simple, so we have to complicate our message? Yes, that that doesn't I mean, again, I go back to simple moral statements win. And and I say you have to carefully craft that simple moral statement. Fair, if, if, except if, that, like, again, uh, it doesn't seem to have harmed anybody's numbers. It seems to be turning out a lot of people. And oh, by the way, at the officially sanctioned uh, uh, protest on Sunday that had, like... Uh, she won a, a Democratic primary. Yeah. With, Against uh, with, a guy who wouldn't say abolish ICE. I, I understand that. But when you get to a general election, when you get to a party platform, uh-huh. the question you have to ask yourself is, is that simple no. moral message... Easy enough to understand that it's not going to be manipulated against you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two things. One, um, what you should be asking yourself, what any public servant should be asking themselves is, what's right? They don't, but they should. Abolishing ICE is right. Second. That's, That's a shitty argument to use against me. I'm sorry, but like... I'm not saying don't do it. Right, I know. I'm not saying don't. But abolishing don't. ICE is what's correct, and we're talking about calibrating a message that doesn't say that. Abolishing ICE is the right thing to do. I know you believe that. Right, and, and I'm saying you, but the thing is, like, you could have ICE right. with moral leadership and not have it be doing what it's doing. ICE is not inherently the problem. Except for two things. One, their union is beholden to Trump and has been one of the most conservative groups of people in the country and refused moral leadership when Obama tried to tell them what to do. Literally refused to do what he asked. But my my point is, no matter what, if you get rid of ICE, you're replacing it with something. Yes, and and we can write You can write the the, the law on that thing, and you can write the codes that make that thing governable in a moral way, even if the very likely 
the very likely uh, possibility of a moral monster taking the presidency at some point in the future. I, I just think that that, like, like, that message becomes too complicated and too difficult to understand versus saying we need to be more sympathetic to people coming into this Do you have evidence outside of your, like, suspicion? No. Okay. Uh, I know, but I, have, but, but... I have a victory. Right. But what I do know is that Trump and the Republicans as a whole are latching onto this right. in a way that makes me think that, like, they are doing the research. They are figuring out that this is not I don't think Trump's doing a lot of research. Um, he, may, he may be counting his likes, but look, Trump voters are Trump voters. I don't give a shit. And also, I would say, to return to Maxine Waters, motherfucker's going to be unfair. They're going to say, like, whatever you say, whatever you, Dustin, say, if you're running for office, if you say, listen, I think ICE with proper leadership could be better, they're going to say, hey, you hear about Dustin loving MS-13? I'm... I am not saying that they're not going to do that. Any, okay? but what, anything short of we need a wall and we need to kick them all out, they're going to say, you want open borders, you want MS-13 raping our kids, and you are a fucking uh, 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 Hispanic-loving uh, psychopath who wants to replace the English language with Spanish. And they are going to, they're going to say it, they're going to, uh, they're going to act on it, and they're going to whip their base into a frenzy over it. I, I don't disagree, but, what, but, but here's what you get, okay? You get... Like, let's say you're talking about just the Republicans for right now. Sure. Okay. You're going to get 70% of Republicans that are going to believe that no matter what, for argument's sake. Like, the, the folks who are super Trump supporters right. are going to believe that no matter what. Sure. Um, then you're going to get the 30% of people who are Republicans. They believe in the general Republican sure. thing. But they're skeptical because, like, Democrats don't really want MS-13 making out with everybody, you know. Uh, but the more, like, the, so you're dealing with that skeptical group. You're dealing with the, those folks who, like, you're hoping don't vote, or you're hoping, like, maybe come to your side. And what, what concerns me is every time you give them an example mm-hmm. that they go, like, oh, maybe they do. Um, maybe Trump was right. Maybe they do want everybody to die. I uh, mean, like... like but that, that's, that's where, that, like... But again, like you're talking about, like, I, I'm, I'm broadly sympathetic to the idea that, look, you have to choose your calibration, right? So you can shoot for trying to placate the middle to the, to the right, right? And you can say, like, look, the fact of the matter is, if I get into power, I'm not going to be able to abolish ICE. I'm not going to be able to do it. I think that um, ICE needs more uh, training and I want to work with them and figure out how they can best do this. Um, and you accept, as uh, on the backside of that, that you will be unable to abolish ICE, and that also ICE will continue to be staffed by sociopaths who chose to be on in ICE. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and that what they're doing will continue, uh, and you will accept that in order to win. But, but don't because you think that's the winning play. Understood. You will be a better president than a Republican, so maybe that's worth it. On the other hand, the calibration could be, look, 
I can win maybe by going to the middle, and then I will be unable to uh, to actually effectuate this. That's just the way that is. Or I can try to win by taking this this statement and making a, a platform around it. But and I can put in the language under my statement on my website, abolish ice. I believe that ICE is, uh, is wrong for this, this, and this, and I believe that we can take the customs and enforcement a, uh, aspect of ICE and roll it into this group that will have this level of oversight. You know, like just because you say abolish ICE doesn't mean you can't expand on it. I, I don't disagree, but if you just like, you could say the exact same thing by saying repeal and replace ICE or some version of that. If you, if you just tweak your message to say, get rid of it, but replace it with something better, as opposed to just get rid of it, well, if as the if thing that problem, you are saying over and over and over that, again. Like, you have to understand, first and foremost, we're still a year, really, from, the, from the, the election ramping up, and people have plenty of time to calibrate around this. Um, and, and that's and what so it's... sloganeer around it. And, and two... Um, I, I personally abolish, I can only speak for myself, I am aware that I am pretty far to the left. I'm also aware, like, people who have spoken to me in the past pretty loudly tend to win elections, and people in the past who've spoken to me only sort of vaguely don't. But regardless, um, Abolish ice as a slogan simply excites me. It simply makes me happy. It makes me want to vote for the person saying it. Is it rational? Guess what? Voting's not. I, I understand that, but you have to look at the whole package in my mind. And I think that like it does speak to you, and it speaks to you in a really good way. Mm-hmm. But you're also smart. You're also aware that Border Patrol and ICE are different people. Sure. You're also aware that there are other people to erase or to arrest MS-13 that aren't ICE. Yeah, like the police. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you are able to put all of those things together right. in, a, in a way that I think your average American is not paying enough attention to. Well, that's their problem. I'm going to vote based off of what I think is right. It is their problem, but if we're targeting it towards... Only the people who are smart enough to know what's really going on, uh, according to that whole process, you will lose. But right now we're just saying abolish ICE. We're not like I. I but but I'm saying. I mean, know, like, look, we've argued this point back and forth. We haven't convinced each other, right? And um, to me, like, we're having the central argument of the Democratic Party. I would say that we have seen in practice not only the fruits of your argument in our electoral losses, but in our electoral policy, in our, in our, in our policy post-elections, in, in the fact that Schumer and Pelosi won't get arrested, won't throw a chair, won't uh, keep, t- literally chided Maxine Waters. Uh, for for uh, for saying like it's the time for civility is over. The time for civility is over. You know, like I'm sorry. When 
when a national emergency occurred, um, there was a very good chance we would lose no matter what we did, no matter what message we sent. There's a very good chance we don't come out of this well. And if we go down losing on the platform that certainly Ocasio-Cortez represents, I'll go down happily. I'll be a happy fucking warrior losing on that platform. I was not a happy warrior losing on Clinton's platform. I, I understand what you're saying, but I guess what I'm... What concerns me is um, there's a middle ground there Sure. Somewhere. Can I point one other thing out to you? Yeah. Remember what I said about the volunteers for Ocasio-Cortez? Yeah. How energized they were, how out they were. Mm-hmm. I've encountered volunteers for Crowley. Mm. They weren't. I understand that. Right. They weren't energized. They weren't happy. They kind of looked dour, sad. People kind of avoided them. The, right. the engagement with Ocasio-Cortez's volunteers was huge, and it was also part of the reason she won. You don't just win by energizing people to vote. You win by energizing people to get out the vote. You win by energizing a volunteer army. You win by energizing uh, local chapters that really believe in you and are willing to go and talk to people and say, no, listen, this is why this is important. I, I, I don't disagree with any of the things that you're saying. What I'm saying is we have to be careful about doing that while not giving them an opportunity to energize the vote off of the thing that you're doing. See? If there's too good of an example of how this person is going to destroy America, they like historically, can you give me a time that's happened? How do you mean? Um, point me to messaging where someone has uh, in, in, a, in a campaign um, had a party platform where people were like, that's so lunatic. I'm going to campaign against it, and I'll win. I, I would argue that, um, to some degree, it happened to Bernie. Like, I, I think there was a fear with Bernie Sanders' thing that if you threw him up as the primary candidate, we would only hear the word socialist. Uh-huh. And Is that would- why he won Michigan? Is that why he won Wisconsin? Is that why he won, like, what, But he Indiana? lost the primary. He, yeah, he lost the primary because he lost New York, where she's from. He lost the primary because he, he lost California. Like, right, but he it, but came it, within a hair's breadth, and he is a socialist Jew, dude. I, I understand that. But he, but he, he ultimately better lost. better than anybody thought. But he ultimately lost. I get that. But I don't think he lost based on the... On the, on the, on the uh, Certainly, Clinton had no messaging that addressed him as nuts or said, like, look, if you look at, like, the tenets of the socialism that he's... I I need to whip my base based off this. No, he was energizing the Democratic base. That's why he did so well. Clinton, no, Clinton wouldn't... Clinton would not benefit from attacking him 
in that way only because right, a is, she agreed with a lot of the stuff that right, he was but ultimately going to do. Th- but, and, and but what I'm asking you is, can you point to a time when what you are concerned about has happened? I, I feel like it's constantly happening. You know what I mean? Like, but that's but I feel like that's happening in the media. That's happening in the in the um, commentariat, but but and the commentariat believed. doesn't. No, the commentariat on Fox drives some amount of the vote. But the fact of the matter is, is that vote locked in? I, I don't, I don't Those agree. Those people are energized and willing to vote for a fucking ham sandwich if you put a ham sandwich up and say that MS-13 hates it. Right. I, but I, my point from the beginning, and then we should probably finish up. Sure, sure. Uh, my point from the beginning is like... I don't care about the Democrats and Republicans that are convinced. And mm-hmm. I realize that the independents are far less than they, than they ever have been in the past. Right. What, what I'm concerned about is the people who generally don't care. But dirty secret about them. What? They care about authenticity. They, they, I'm not saying that they don't, but what, but what, but what I'm care, saying... They care about uncalibrated, simple messages because they are relatively uncalibrated, simple people. But, but I'm talking about the other sides. I'm talking about the fact that, like, uh, while, well, if you're the, the Democratic... The Obama won so much of the middle wasn't because Obama was saying, I like the middle. The reason Obama won so much of the middle was because he was up against uh, McCain and he was up against Romney. And McCain and Romney were running muddled message campaigns that did not have a clear thesis. Obama's campaign did, and it was a lefty thesis. It was a radical thesis. It ran into a lot of rebuke once it, once it, once the rubber met the road. Yes. Um, but Obama ran a legitimate, hopeful um, uh, explosively um, lefty uh, platform, I, and and also the economy shut the bed just before the election. Right. So he it he helped. got it helped. But I don't think in this modern time uh-huh. that you can get away with that. I I mean uh, because because okay. I think even at that time. Like, even though he was to your, if you're, if we want to accept your argument that he was running a lefty as hell campaign. I wouldn't say as hell, but it was pretty far left. Okay. It so was lefter than Clinton, certainly. Okay. So a pretty left it Wasn't as campaign. far left as Kucinic, but it was pretty left. Okay. I'm, I'm accepting your thesis. Sure. Um, you still had a situation where, like, maybe the, the media wasn't as bad as they are now. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like... Facebook wasn't as bad as it is right. now. But, like, um, you had a situation where, to some degree, some degree, and I'm not saying a lot, but to some degree, mm-hmm. you could actually argue the merits of the conversation as, like, as a nation. And what I'm saying is, right now, that is a lot harder to do. And because... it. I'm not even going to say the Republican side. I'm just going to say Donald Trump mm-hmm. is a morally reprehensible human being who will use everything against you. And because he's believed at a rate that doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. I think, like, I understand that, like, to some degree, you have to fight fire with fire. Right. But the other part of it is 
the more ammunition you give him, the more there's some part of his argument that all of a sudden, like, well, this tiny little part of it mm -hmm. actually goes along with the thing that he's saying. I think you're, I think there is a fear that when you rile up folks like you, mm -hmm. those people are equally matched with folks on the other side um, who are going to do it, except they're not coming from the same pile. You're, you're far left. Um, I so, mean, I would also push back on the idea that the, that the, uh, while, look, while the DSA is considered a leftist organization and it has the word socialism in the title, uh, find me something from the lunatic fringe in Ocasio-Cortez's, like, platform. Uh, these are moral arguments for health care, for, for uh, taking care of people, for uh, keeping housing costs low. Like, these aren't, these aren't, like, demolish the state Anarchy is the path. Right. And, and I would argue that every other argument that she is making uh -huh. holds up. Uh -huh. Abolish ICE is the one that gives the impression of anarchy. It okay. gives the impression of maybe they are soft on crime. Maybe well, they don't care about what's happening at our borders. Maybe they do want everybody in so that those Mexicans will go vote for them now. I have a piece of good news. She hasn't won yet in the general, and she still needs volunteers. Okay. Are you so suggesting if you want if you want to get involved in messaging, I'm sure she'd take you. I mean, I, I do work in, in broadcast. It's true. Um, all right. Well, we'll see then. Um, Give her a call. Put her on speaker. <laughs> don't have her number. I do have her. <laughs> I, I, I do have her on WhatsApp. Um, uh, but... Just to close this out, the point of agreement we have here, first of all, is whatever happens afterwards, I should be abolished. Mm -hmm. And we both agree that something should happen afterwards. Um, we also have broad agreement on policy, and we have broad agreement together as well as with Alexandria. And I guess the question I would ask you is um, who excites you for 2020? Who do you think can win for 2020? And are they the same person? Of the, of the people that we've generally heard about? Yeah. I, that would be, I guess, Harris, Gillibrand, Byrne, um, uh, uh, Harris. Kamala Harris. Yeah. You think uh, she both excites you and you think she could win? I think she's got... Well, she excites me the most. Mm -hmm. I think right now she's got the least chance to win. Okay. Um, but I do think... And the reason I think that is because she is, in her own way, a street fighter. Like, okay. she is, um, I believe, the quickest of the bunch... And probably the most knowledgeable of the bunch. Um, that that's maybe a little bit, you know, uh, nobody's knowledgeable about the presidency. Like right. Clint, Clinton was probably the person who could have most 
easily in our modern adopted times adopted the pres- the mantle presidency having sat in the White House for f- eight years. Yeah, right. Uh, everybody else is going to be well, making up as they go along 10 years, but yes, to some degree. Yes. Um, so to me, I look at um, like I look at her and I think she, when it comes to debates, mm-hmm. when it comes to like actually campaigning, when it comes to her record, mm. um, I think that she's probably the person who uh, could stand up mm. the best. And every time I've seen her do fucking anything, I'm like, you go. I mean, I like her as a public speaker. I like her as um, certainly not not Trump. Um, and I would take any of the names over uh, Trump. Um, there's also Biden's floating out there. It's not clear if he'll run. A um, couple others. Um, Harris... Uh, I'll give you the problem I have with her, which will be the problem she'll have with the left. Prosecutor. Tough on crime prosecutor. Okay. I, I mean... Like, she puts it in, She makes it part of her messaging. Yes. That's... Uh, that's... That's a thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't think... I don't think that the left will attack her on that. Like, I think... I, I think I, the Democratic Socialist wing of the left will. They, they may, but I don't. I don't think in a in a general election that that attack will be like enough. Like I, I, I think, I think when it comes, it might to, not move you, but what if it moves one percent of the vote? I, I, I just don't think. I, I don't think it will because I think at, at a certain point, like especially if we're talking twenty twenty, the problem and Trump is, is the far the, left doesn't vote. Unless you give them a reason to vote for something, not against something. I, I, and I think she will find enough things to One do. Hopes. Like I, I don't think that is simply having a tough on crime stance. Yeah, I mean, like, the one, the person who, uh, I mean... Cause her tough on crime was, like, the mafia and drug czars. And I don't and, think... And uh, California jails a lot of drug users. A lot of drug... California has a very high incarceration and, uh, uh, problem. And uh, she campaigns on being tough on crime. Um, right, but she points out specifically, like, I arrested drug czars mm-hmm. and I did this and I did that. Like, I think we're all cool with drug czars. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I would like to see... There, look... This is this is not a time to get into uh, uh, the um, the politics of punishment. It is uh, 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 the question asked and answered, mm. um, uh, and um, a warning shot given. Um, mm. Maybe she will speak to it and put that uh, concern to bed. Um, but you said you didn't think she had a very good chance. I think from the polling numbers that she has right now, mm-hmm. she's polling below just about every other contender mm-hmm. out there. But I look at it and I go, Warren's too polarized. Like, I love her. Mm-hmm. If she were to be the... Warren like, also yeah. has trouble a lot of the time stringing four words together that make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she cannot get on message. She'll spend... 30 minutes wonkying like what should be a fucking 15 second statement. Right. Kirsten Gillibrand will probably be 
um, would probably lose because people will have the sense of she is not tough enough to be president of the United States because she has never really taken the gloves off. Um, Cory Booker, from my understanding, is probably not a good enough of a politician as a whole. He's yeah, he seems to have trouble winning elections. Right. So uh, I work like again like him. But I just don't think that he really stands a chance. Biden, Biden, I think everybody would probably take a knee to Biden if he decided he was going to go back in on it. Um, I don't think so. I I mean, I think there's, I think these are all people who want the presidency. They're going to fight for it. They might, it's possible. Um, Like, I think, I think the funny thing is they'll probably attack Biden for his age, even though it's like, he's, you know. He's going to be 79. Yeah. That's old. Yeah. So, I mean, my parents aren't 79. I, 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 nobody wants them right. um, running I mean, a car, let yeah. alone a country. Um, I, don't think, I don't think Bernie, like... Um, I don't, I'm going to say something controversial. I don't think Bernie should run. I don't think... So I either. think Bernie should endorse early. Yes. And I might even argue that, like, whoever runs, runs on the stance of Bernie will be my ex, either... Vice President, mm-hmm. or my like Secretary of State, or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck, like, like make sure that everybody knows that he will have a significant place in whatever economic policy advisor or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like that's why, like, when I go through it, Kamala Harris is the person who I come back to, and I go like, she appears tough enough to be able to pull it off. She appears smart enough to be able to. Well, and I'll uh, say something else about the pr- uh, prosecutor thing. Like, we can we can talk about moral arguments, but the presidency is a moral monstrosity, and you mm-hmm. have to have somebody who's willing to do pretty terrible things mm-hmm. in it, um, uh, at least to run America as a system as it stands right now. And unfortunately, you can't do much about that from the presidency. So anybody running is going to be in a position to... Um, accept that yeah and uh she does seem equipped for that job i i i I, don't think she'd be a bad president to be clear i think you do one no holds barred debate Mm. with trump and she becomes insanely popular overnight Mm. because she's read up on things like you know like especially the arguments that are going to happen you give her a week yeah, to get through, and everything that he says, she's gonna be like, "Here's your, here's why you're wrong." Five points, and here's the example of what you did. Yeah, um, in a way that I don't think Warren could do. Yeah. In a way that I don't think Kirsten Gillibrand could do. I mean, here's here's the other thing that worries me right now. Mm-hmm. In um, 2004, mm-hmm. I felt really strongly. About Obama, I didn't. I wasn't sure he'd be president. Though I was after he gave his dia, Democratic convention speech, I was like, mm-hmm. "This guy has a shot. This guy has a real shot." And as he started running, I was like, "This guy's gonna. He's got yeah. it." Um, uh, the you know, and when Ocasio Cortez came across my radar, I was like, "I have a tingle about this. This woman is a rare person, um, and with the right team, she could win." Um, I don't have a tingle about any of these people. I do for Kamal Harris. I think that's why. Um, yeah. Like, um, I mean, you probably, I don't know what your experience with her is. I've heard her on a couple podcasts. I've read mm. up on all these people in various ways. Mm. And like, um, 
I think she is a relatively unusual individual. I mean, they all are. They all have yeah. a capital S story. Um, uh, I feel roughly the same about her that I do about Gillibrand. You mm. know, like, um, I think they both carry different baggage um, mm. and difficult baggage, possibly, to overcome. Um, I think, you know, like we said, Booker, not not great. Um Deval Patrick, not great. Um, as much as I wish they were, they're just not. Um, uh, Biden has always wanted to be president, and it's so written on his damn face, and I just I don't think it's going to happen for him. Yeah. And I, like I said, I don't think Bernie should run, and the reason I don't think Bernie should run is I think Bernie um, has a very good chance of flaming out in a, in a wide primary field where he's not running against Clinton, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, that would do more to damage Bernie's message than anything else, mm-hmm. you know? And I think Bernie should instead uh, play kingmaker. Yeah, he should be the conscience yeah. of, of the party that he's not I also part of. Don't, I mean, like, I don't think at core Bernie would be a great president. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I think he'd has, he has a great platform, mm-hmm. and I think he's got a great, he's got great ideas, I just don't see him... Um, moving those ideas forward from the presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, that that's why I keep coming back to Kamala Harris because mm-hmm. I because I do think that um, she can be inspirational. Yeah, um, I think Cory Booker can be inspirational too, but I think he drops off pretty hard after that. Yeah. Also, isn't he like dating an Instagram poet? Oh, he might be. I don't know. Like, All right, we are we're way the hell over. Um, yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, I mean, fortunately, nothing else happened. <laughs> right. Oh God. Um. So the thing we all knew was going to happen happened. Um. And uh, one of the things I have had trouble with about this, the I'm talking about the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um. Justice Anthony Kennedy has decided to step down. Um. A couple things about where I come from on this one. Anthony Kennedy was no fucking moderate. Um, uh, he was a dyed-in-the-wool libertarian-leaning Republican who every so often would toss us a bone, especially on issues where it was clear that there would be state overreach, that being abortion and gay marriage. He was, uh, you know, more to the libertarian side of that than the Republican side. Kudos to him. He's gone now. Um, Setting up Donald Trump to have a shot at putting in another um, uh, justice. And to the extent that this pushes the court in any particular direction, I think it makes it slightly more conservative. But I don't think it makes it appreciably so. What is concerning is what would happen um, for the um, issues where Kennedy was a reliable vote with the uh, four liberal justices. It's also concerning what happens to those four liberal justices in the next (laughs) two and a half years. But cross those bridges when we come to them. Part of the reason I say all this is to say, like, as well, um, 
not a real difference in policy on any of this from Trump to any other Republican president. And we should keep that in mind. Like mm. the monstrosity of all this is monstrosity at the core of Republican thought. And uh, don't think that Trump is unusual in any of this. He's taking the Federalists' um, uh, recommendations. Agreed. But in just about every, in, in every other justice prior to now, um, you could only push so far to one side or the other. Um, because Scalia? Thomas? I'm not saying that they weren't, but at least you had to get somebody else to buy in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were uh, absolutely, and you certainly don't want a court of Scalia's, but I also don't think he's going to put in a Scalia. I think he's going to put in Kavanaugh. And the other thing is, like, you know, we just don't know. We don't know what... Right cases these people are going to see. We don't know what's waiting for them in their confirmation. We can freak out um, or we can organize. Yeah. Uh, We're we're an hour and 20 minutes in. So, um, you know, one of the major concerns that people have that I share is that um, Planned Parenthood uh, uh, and abortion are going to be uh, in the crosshairs, and it's so, very likely that in some way they will. It's hard to say how people will respond um, on the courts, and this is also this is bad government. This is <clears throat> like this is government by gypsy fucking curse. Yeah, like the fact that you can have um, like nine unelected people who are there based on the whim of time mm-hmm. uh and 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 um gamesmanship on the part of the president and the parties um those nine people can serve for 40 years each at this point um uh because they're elect- they're putting them in younger and younger um and swing the direction of the country in these ways in the uh, that may be wholly against the country's desires. I mean, 60% of the people are not for overturning Roe v. Wade. Anyway, point is, um, they should not overturn Roe v. Wade and you should give to Planned Parenthood. Yes. That's our opposite effect this week. Yes. <laughs> uh, give to Planned Parenthood. Going to be a tough time for abortion in this country. Make sure those doors stay open. And um, really uh, do because, look, Planned Parenthood is a very good organization. Whatever you think about abortion, Planned Parenthood provides so much more than abortion and um, does so honestly and fairly and at low cost. Please give to Planned Parenthood. You can check the link in our show notes or you can just go there right now, PlannedParenthood.org. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Well, that was long um, and I think we solved a lot of problems, Dustin. Yep. Thanks for doing a podcast with me. Uh huh. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 